Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. Hey. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife. Yes, with Danny and Jen. <laughs> um, today we are starting a new series. Um, it is the series that has to do with your first year of marriage. And so we're going to be talking about several things like the honeymoon phase. Is that even true or false? Conflict resolution, the importance of, you know, setting up certain expectations within your first year and so much more. But today's topic is about communication. Conflict and communication. Sorry, not conflict and communication. Just communication. Just communication. Yes. Conflict and resolution will be something that we'll be tapping into. Later the other on. one was conflict and resolution. I said conflict and communication. That doesn't, <laughs> unless you have that, then that's a whole new set of issues. Yeah. Well, we are coming live to you from our living room, our dining room. Our dining room. Yes. Yeah, because we're not podcast people. Yeah. Therefore, we know nothing of what we're doing <laughs> and just constantly going through the headaches before we start because we don't know what we're doing yeah we just hope that the sound quality is better this time yes so communication yes communication so um let's go ahead and talk about the most important things about communication in your first year of marriage so danny babe i guess my question to you is what would you consider to be the most important things about communication if you had to say something to someone who's either a about to get married or be considering marriage, or C, is in their first year of marriage, like, what would you say about communication? Um, I think you have to be honest in what you are definitely looking forward to in regard to marriage. Um, obviously, you know, when you're in that journey of about to get married, it's very exciting, you know, nothing wrong can happen, everything's perfect, we get it. But then you get married, and then you start to see things from your spouse that you didn't see before. And then all of a sudden, you start to ask yourself the question, well, this didn't come up while we were dating. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So some of you who are already married are definitely know what I'm talking about. And those of you who are on the, you know, on the journey of getting married have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, definitely communication is, is, is number one in any marriage. Um, a lot of people have this misconception that, oh, well, I can't tell my spouse exactly what I'm thinking because if I do, then they're going to get upset. Well, that's, that's, that's the point. I mean, the point is to, for both parties to have the open space to be able to share what they really feel. It's not to say that you should go ahead and disregard your spouse's feelings and emotions, but this is to say, like, you, both parties, both husband and wife, need to have the space to be able to say, hey, I've noticed this, I really don't like it, you know, it's bothering me or it's frustrating me, whatever, whatever the emotion is. Um, 
And then also another another thing that I've noticed, uh, I definitely notice this a lot in my marriage. Jenny has this tendency of like just randomly shouting out statements, <laughs> like just into the air, like the dog's food. And then I'm like, okay, like what? You know, like I have this baffled look in my face, like. The dog's food is—is is it bad? Are we out of it? Is there a bug that got in it? I mean, you know. And so, technically, when when Jenny does that, she's actually what she's really saying is, Danny, I would like for you to feed the dog, please. <laughs> so when I finally come to the realization that that's what she's asking from me, I go back to the statement: the dog's food. It doesn't really correlate to you wanting me to feed the dogs. So, you know, just, you know, we I caught on to that. And I'm like, Jenny, you got to, like. Be more clear. Be more, yeah, be more clear. And specific. And, and, and specific in what you're asking of me. Yes. And then also, ladies, women out there, please. I say this with the utmost respect. We don't live in your brains. We don't think the way you do. We don't react. We don't behave. We don't talk like you do. So we know nothing of what goes on in your head. So for you to walk around and assume that we're going to figure out what it is exactly that you are thinking about before it even comes out of your mouth, there's a good chance the good Lord is going to come before that day ever happens. So voice your thoughts women voice your opinions tell us what it is that you want and we will do it yes so let's go back and retrace what you just said so number one honesty i think honesty um, the best policy in a marriage is honesty to be able to express yourself freely is very important when we first started when when we first got married i wasn't honest i was i, I didn't feel not that i didn't feel safe I grew up in a home where we couldn't really express ourselves because if we did, it was like you either A, offended someone or B, you would get like a spanking. Is that simple? You know, I don't think it was something that you couldn't be honest. I think it was. There was I, fear installed behind me having to be honest. I think it was just, yeah. The trauma were, behind that. Yeah. You yeah. Were, you were afraid because of what you had grown up to yes. know. You shared your thoughts and you got. Smacked Shut down. You got smacked in the face. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest things that um, I want to encourage all young married couples is to cultivate and foster a space with each other where you feel safe to be honest. And if you don't feel safe, then you need to start asking yourself why you don't feel safe and start kind of addressing those areas that are keeping you from being feeling safe to be able to express yourself wholeheartedly to your spouse. The second thing that Danny pointed out is clear communication. And I think this goes a lot more for ladies than it does for guys. But I will admit there are times where Danny says something and it makes no sense to me either. And again, it's because I do believe that men and women are from two different worlds and we communicate in two different ways. You know, so I, I do believe that clear communication as best as possible and as specific as possible is very important in your first years of marriage, because if not, then you're going to be arguing or you're going to be um, disappointed with your spouse because he or she couldn't read your mind. And in reality, as Denny said, we're never going to be able to read each other's minds and we're never going to be able to 
uh, be able to actually get anywhere if we are constantly believing and assuming that we know what each other is saying. So that's really important. The third one that I want to add um, into Danny's point of view of in regards to communication is that communication should be communicated when you are at your best, like emotionally. Because sometimes communication, when you're feeling crappy or moody or you've had a bad day, can immediately lead to an argument. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important to know when you are communicating and how you're feeling. Because if you're angry, you're going to snap. And if you're upset, you're not going to clearly communicate or you're going to let your emotions drive your communication. Yeah. And that creates more problems. No and, bueno. And, and, and it creates a tension, <laughs> which is the tension that we don't want at all. Yeah, these are, I mean, definitely, these are definitely good, um, you know, good points for... For everyone, anybody that's, again, for anyone that's out there who's married, who's been married, you know, for any of you listening, you're, you know, and you have way more marriage um, experience under your belt. Um, but this kind of thing never gets old. I'm, I'm, Jenny and I are about to turn 10 years married next May, this May coming up. And again, I'm constantly learning brand new things that I thought I already knew. But no, it, life changes, and you know our our likes and dislikes change, and hopefully for the better. But yeah, these are definitely you know things that we found very important um, in the beginning stages of our marriage because we both come from broken families. Um, you know, Jenny grew up pretty you know difficult in in an environment where mom and dad were constantly yelling and fighting and just verbally hurting each other and i grew up in a home where you know my parents just disrespected each other like crazy and so we are here just to share our you know experiences what we've been through yeah um obviously everyone everyone's marriage is different no one's no one's marriage is the same but this is a sharing. In regards to communication, you know, I remember, and I'll share this uh, experience in regard to what Jenny was saying when, you know, when it comes to being open with each other, do it in a, do it in a very calm manner. Yes. Um, definitely not when you're, you know, having a rough day and you come home and suddenly your spouse, whatever, your husband left the shoes on the floor and you hate that and He's getting smacked with his shoes, and he's wondering what happened. Um, but I remember once in particular, um, Jenny and I were having a, a pretty, uh, pretty strong argument and dispute. It got very loud, and I remember I just started getting very, very upset. And guys, I'm the kind of person that it takes a lot for me to get really angry. I mean, a lot. Like you can you can see like hurtful stuff, you can talk crap about me, see the most horrible things about me. And at this point in my life, I I don't care. <laughs> I could just turn around and just keep moving and I won't lose any sleep for it. But during this particular time, um Jenny was, you know, 
Jenny was the kind of person where she needed to fix the problem right there and then, mm. right there and then. And I and I would and I was telling her like Jenny, like emotionally, I'm I can't do it right now. We're going to talk about it, but I'm just too upset. I can't talk to you while I'm this upset. And I'm talking to her in a very calm manner, to be honest with you. And she just kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing. And then I started to grow very upset. And I started telling her, Jenny, you're making me angry. I need you to stop, please, before something bad happens. And nothing. So it kept going. And then I snapped. Like, I literally snapped. I yelled at the top of my lungs. I'm pretty sure the neighbors heard, which at the moment I didn't care. I was cursing the ABCs like crazy. Um, and I think I was so angry to the point where I was standing right next to the wall. I literally turned to face the wall and I rammed my head towards it. And I hit the wall. And then Jenny got really scared. Not that I was going to physically hurt her because that was never my my thought. I just wanted her to stop because I was getting very upset. But she she saw that. She saw my reaction. She saw how I flared up, how I just started really cursing. And I started yelling. And then all of a sudden, she tried to calm me down. And so by then, I'm, I mean, again, I'm enraged. I'm a loose cannon. You couldn't stop me if you tried. And so, you know, I had to go that far. I had to you know, react in a way that I wasn't proud of. Granted, I, I could have still kept my composure and, and found another way to get through to her, but I just couldn't take it. That day was not a good day for me. I, you know, and then Jenny wanted to fix something that I knew we were going to fix, but not at the moment because emotionally I wasn't prepared for it. But she just kept pushing she just kept pushing and she kept pushing. And so I reacted in a way that really scared her. And again, you know, it was something that I wasn't proud of. But after I composed myself and after I reassured her that I wasn't going to, you know, put my hands on her or throw anything, any objects at her, um, I explained to her and I said, Jenny, like, I need you to understand. It's not that I don't want to talk about it. It's not that I'm trying to avoid it. It's just that at the moment, I wasn't prepared emotionally to speak to you about it because I knew that my emotions were going to be what was driving me to, to say or, you know, to, to, to express myself. Yeah. And so, guys, you have to keep in mind that sometimes, you know, Sometimes you probably have asked yourself, like, why do we fight so much? Or why are we arguing all the time? And it's just, sometimes it's just bad timing. It has absolutely nothing to do with your spouse or anything. It's just probably the fact that maybe you're doing it in a moment where it shouldn't be dealt with right there and then. Yeah. But you also have to keep in mind, folks, that, that when it comes to those circumstances, you have to talk about it. You have to go back to the to that situ to that circumstance, that situation. You have to bring it up. But again, for I mean, Jenny and I, it's different for us because we also don't have kids, and so it's a little easier for Jenny and I to be able to just like, hey, when we get home, we're gonna hash this out, and we do. But for those, you know, I I wonder for those of you who have kids, it, it might be different because obviously. 
the last thing that you want is to allow your children to watch mom and dad just tear each other to shreds with words and and you know and whatnot. So, you know, definitely, folks, when it comes to those moments when you feel like, okay, we need to take care of the situation, but your emotions are not where they need to be, then you definitely want to allow the space to just like, okay, you know what, let me take a breather, or you know, I gotta just do something else for now until until I cool off so that we can talk about it. Yeah, I think it's very important for us to understand, for each of you guys to understand that in your first year of marriage, as we were saying, honesty is going to be very important. Honesty is the policy that you should continue to practice and being honest of how you're feeling at that moment. The second thing, as Danny said, being clear in our communication is going to be very important. And the other thing that I was just talking about that Danny kind of referenced into right now was the idea of how we have to be emotionally stable at the moment that we're communicating because if we're not it's definitely going to be hard and then the fourth thing that i would want to add to that i don't know if you've got the cue on or the clue sorry on on what danny was saying but with communication good communication requires good listening Mm -hmm. and and in this case i wasn't listening to danny in this case i wasn't really paying attention to what he was feeling i was actually dismissing what he was saying and in marriage, your opinion, ladies, is as important as your husband's opinion. And your feelings are as important as his feelings. Your emotions are important are as important as his emotions. And that requires the sacrifice of listening to each other and listening to one another. And I think that's, those are two different things. When you're listening to each other, you're listening to what so-and-so is saying. But when you're listening to one another, you are registering what that person is saying. And you are making sure that you're listening for clues and cues that are going to help you to communicate effectively with your spouse. If I would have just listened to Danny the first time when he was telling me, I'm not ready to talk about this, I would have prevented that moment. And I think that moment, honestly, as as scary and as you know real as it was, has changed the trajectory of how we approach our our communication like moving forward. That's what we yeah. do. Like now we listen to each other. Now if we say, hey, I'm not ready to talk about it, then he says, I'm not ready to talk about it. I am now more aware that okay, his emotions are really important. And I need him to be in the best mindset, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, to be able to talk things out and to sort things out. And I need to be in that position too. And if both of us are not in that position and we're not both ready, then definitely it's okay to take the time mm-hmm. before you address certain things. Yeah. Just again, it's 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 a good point that Jenny's talking about. Um, you know, to take the time to be able to gather your thoughts, your emotions, and to to be on your right mind when, again, when talking about whatever it is that you have to talk about. Um, I mean, you you hear a lot about it, folks. People that don't take the time to listen, and again, you know, it was it was definitely something like Jenny said that that could have been avoided. And I'm not trying to say that that she got what she deserved or, or I'm glad that it happened because now she knows. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it could have been avoided period. Yeah. But 
again, it was it was you know definitely my fault in the in the sense of I lost my cool. I I did not keep my composure and I made the decision to snap. And then you know Jenny also has some fault in it in the sense where she wasn't listening when I was telling her you know hey like Jenny I'm I'm too upset like please stop we'll we'll talk about it but not right now. Yeah. And so you know again guys just keep in mind it's it's different for everybody you know it's different for everybody but the point of communication is exactly what it is communication you have to talk about it so even though you know we've had moments Jenny and I where like you know one of us is too upset and thankfully enough I, I appreciate and I love the fact that Jenny's now comfortable to where she can express herself and she tells me you know what Danny don't talk to me I'm I'm too upset don't talk to me and because I know how much I hate it if I keep you know if someone keeps pushing to get something out of me when I don't want to get it out I just instantly like okay she tells me she doesn't want to talk about it I just let it go I drop it and just keep moving forward until she's good and ready and she's very good at just like okay I'm okay now can we talk about this all right let's do it what's up and we talk about whatever it is that we feel and so it's it's been a huge huge component and it's it's been a big game changer in our marriage too because again like now we have the freedom where we can literally just express to each other what we feel without the sense of like is my spouse going to flip crazy yeah. you know um we have that sense of of safety also where we both respect each other enough to where like hey you know what Jenny like I'm just really, I'm really pissed. Do me a favor and just please don't, don't ask me anything. Yeah. You know, and and she's respectful enough to just let it be. You know, and it honestly helps me. Like what I what I also wanted to share was, it gives both parties the opportunity to really have the time to think about what happened. You know, did did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Why am I so bothered? You know. Etc. Etc. And you'd be surprised. It sometimes that's all you need. All you need is just a little bit of time to really go back and 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 contemplate why things turned out the way they did. Yeah. You know, and the conversation is so much healthier instead of just you know trying to get it out right now because I want to get it fixed, and then it ends up being something far worse than what it could be. Yeah. The fifth point that I wanted to bring up about communication is that your words matter. And the choice of words that you use are very important in a, in marriage. Definitely. And I'll be the first to admit that I suck at it <laughs> hard. I blow chunks at choosing words correctly. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. And we're working on that. I mean, it's been nine years. I am working on it. It's been nine years. Hey. I'm not perfect. I'm pretty sure when I die, I'm not going to be perfect still. So. And I think the beauty of it is that I, we want to let you guys know we're not a perfect couple either. So we are as human and as flawed as everyone else. So we're sharing this because this is these are things that we've learned throughout the years of our marriage and things that I wish someone would have told us that was so important to put into practice in your first year of marriage because it would have saved us so many heartaches or so many dis, dis, disappointments from each other. And so I think one of the biggest things is 
choosing your words wisely on how you're communicating because communicating clearly is one thing but if you don't know how to choose your words wisely when you're communicating clearly then you can end up hurting and words are very very powerful the bible talks about like the power of the tongue Mm -hmm. and how you communicate with your spouse and what you communicate to your spouse is very very important yeah. Choosing your words wisely is Choosing. extremely important. Yeah. Another another little story. I like stories, guys. So I'm gonna, you know, stories is my thing. <laughs> um, but this is a this is a small one. Um, yeah, I remember once we were arguing, Jenny and I were fighting about something. I don't remember. And I I remember being very upset. And then Jenny Jenny called me stupid. <laughs> and guys, I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Like in my mind, I grabbed my Bible and I threw it out the well, window. Hold on, I didn't call you stupid. I said this is stupid. No, 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 no. It was, it was, refer- it was referred to me for sure, for sure, because you were upset too. You were definitely upset. I did something. I don't remember what, but you're very upset. Called me stupid. I didn't call you stupid. I know. I said, I don't, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I called you stupid. And I lost it. Now, the reason why I lost my mind, and again, this is something that, you know, that we'll also touch base on, was because when I was growing up as a kid, I was bullied. And what these bullies referred to me as, I was known as stupid kid. So they never called me by my name. I was known as stupid kid. So when they needed my attention, they would refer to me as stupid kid. And I hated them for it. So, you know, Jenny, you know, called me stupid about something that I did. You know, she was upset. And I lost it. And I, man, I blacked out. Like, again, in my mind, I got my Bible and I threw it it out the window. And I put on my old self back on, zipped it up nice and tight. And I flipped. And I just, I, again, I'm not, I'm not a violent, physically violent person. Thank God. I'm not, I'm not that. No, he's not. That's true. But yeah. Not re- once has he lifted his I, rem- I remember I was very upset and I just told Jenny, I said, it'll be the last time that you ever say that to me. Not, not that I meant anything by that because I, I mean, I, the only thing I could have done was just walk away. But I mean, I was just, again, the power of words, like Jenny said, it's, it's true. You'd be surprised. And, you know, there's so much that we've experienced growing up that sometimes our spouses are the ones that trigger us. Yeah. And that's honestly because of the fact that our spouses are the ones that know us. And they're, they know our vulnerable um, moments in, in life. In hindsight, though, I did not know that you were called stupid yeah. kid. And that, and that is true. She wasn't aware of that. Yeah. That was something that I hadn't shared with her when it happened. Obviously, you know. Not... I, not to justify it. Right. Again, yeah. What we're I not, said. We're either. not justifying that. But, you know, definitely, again, that was something that I never spoke about. I never told Jenny about that until that happened. I apologized and I shared with her why I reacted the way I did. Yeah. So, and I think that's that's very important to understand. Like, words are going to be very powerful. There's moments where Danny, um, especially in our first year, like in our first years of marriage, Danny would say very hurtful things. But again, he mm-hmm. didn't know them. He didn't know that that was hurting me because, again, of all the trauma yeah. and we weren't communicating clearly. No, we yeah, just weren't. We're not. And again, that's 
Jenny, you, you never said a lot of things. You never shared anything because you grew up with the mentality that obviously if you share anything, your parents would just smack you. Yeah. And so to some extent, you actually believed that if you did the same thing with me, that I would actually physically hurt you. Yeah. And so that's why you didn't share. You wouldn't share much. You would just stay quiet and you would take it. Yeah. And so, which is, again, that's not healthy either. But again, guys, I mean, we found out about this stuff by just talking. We, we took the opportunity to really sit and really ask each other the hard questions. Like, hey, why, why do you react this way? Why do you why do you turn into this person and you say hurtful things? And folks, you would be surprised. A lot of it has to do with how we grew up. A lot of it has to do with relationships that we've experienced that, you know, when we've been hurt by people that we love, that we never thought we would ever get hurt by them. You know, just home environments that were not healthy, that have hurt us, that we keep to ourselves and we bring along with us, and then all of a sudden. Our spouse says something that just took us back to that, you know, age when we were five, six, seven, and we just explode or yeah. we just completely break down. Yeah. You know, it's 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 communication. Yes, I think one of the biggest things that you have to understand is within your first year of marriage or when you're doing premarital counseling and you're engaged, I think this is great for engaged couples to know and for married couples. I think when you're dating, you just have to protect yourself. There's some emotional boundaries that you have to set that maybe you're not ready to still hear certain things or whatnot but if you're engaged and you or you are married i think the most important thing to understand is that you have to take the time to really talk to each other and be honest about things that have hurt you um, facing and addressing words that are trigger words and being able to um, talk about them in full honesty so to recap Five things in communication. Number one, honesty. Honesty is very important. Create a safe space where you can be honest. Two, you know, be very clear and specific. Three, um, make sure that your emotions are in the right place. Four, listen to each other. And then five, choose your words wisely. Yeah, folks, um, it'll it'll definitely change the uh, trajectory of your marriage. Yeah. And for the better. So, so we wish someone would have told us this yeah. when we first got married. Yeah. All right, so, y'all. Thank you guys for the opportunity. Uh, we hope the best for all of you, and we'll see you soon. Adios. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.